Another episode of Unboxing the Hobby brought to you by Loop. So first time I get to say that, which is kind of exciting and fun. And so working with Loop, super pumped about it. And today we have with us Lorenzo Mata. So now we got two people from California on here. Yeah, we're <laughs> outnumbering you, buddy. Oh, man. I got more people to help represent the East Coast. So uh, thanks for joining us, man. Uh, so Lorenzo and I have known each other for a couple of years now since he works at my local card shop now he's a awesome breaker um we appreciate you having you on man um so so we uh the show itself is about the hobby but it's about stories and it's about you and i, I don't know where we can start with this but you uh you're you're an amazing student athlete um especially with ucla so take us back man what was it like growing up in southern california then playing in southern california under with such big name athletes including yourself at the time uh, uh first of all thank you guys for having me no i appreciate it uh it was it was fun you know at first it was kind of tough you know just uh the background growing up where i grew up how i grew up uh obviously you know single mother uh i guess it's kind of like your your typical uh, like mexican story you know uh Parents come together and then they get here and their dad leaves. But, uh, you know, my mom did, did both jobs and, you know, she's my superhero for a reason. Uh, and, you know, uh, kind of worked to give me everything I could, everything I needed, uh, that she could afford. And, and fast forward to, to high school when, when I started playing basketball, uh, and, uh, and, the, the people who like introduced the game to me, like I actually started watching and one mixtape videos. Uh, <laughs> oh, those were the best, which everyone needs to watch the documentary, by the way, if you haven't. The documentary. Yeah. And that's really what got me into basketball. Like I was just trying to do the tricks, you know, like the non-legal basketball moves, you know, like do that or whatever. And my favorite sport is soccer. You know, like soccer is my all-time favorite sport. Like to this day, like, if there's a basketball game or a soccer game, like I'm going to watch the soccer game before basketball. Like, just because that's what I grew up uh, watching and playing. Uh, but uh, high school was tough, you know. Um, I didn't like school. Uh, so my my mom being a, a single mom, she had to go to work. So she would drop me off in front of the high school. She would leave one way and I'll leave the other way. You know? so, <laughs> Because I didn't have a purpose, you know, like, yeah. I, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I don't like school. So, like, I would see my cousins working and doing all this. I'm like, you know, might as well follow in their footsteps. But then basketball got, got involved. I, I started getting good at it. And uh, my coach at high school at the time gave me, uh, uh, like, a scholarship to a, a all-star basketball camp in San Diego. And I went... And and I did good. Uh, I won the slam dunk contest there. Uh, and then I came back to school, and like a week later, I had a letter uh, from a school, like a D two or something. And and he was like, "Hey, you got this in the mail." I'm like, "How did I get something in the mail at my high school?" Uh, and he was like, "Well, this is a school that's interested, you know, and potentially, like, they could give you a scholarship." Uh, and I'm like, "What's a scholarship?" 
And he's like, well, <laughs> he's like, a scholarship is like, you know, if you're good enough, you get a free education to play basketball. Like, so like, after I heard that, it just clicked. I'm like, so my mom wouldn't have to pay any money, like all this and all that. And, uh, and he was like, yeah, pretty much. And I'm like, all right. And that's when I started taking it serious. Like, I want to say my sophomore going through my junior year, that's when I'm like, all right, this is what I want to, this is what I want to do. I started falling in love with the process. And after that, like just, uh, started playing AAU with pump and run, which is one of the, like back then, one of the biggest AU clubs in, in the nation. Yeah. Uh, and started getting looks by all these schools. Cause like the best teams were us and the Atlanta Celtics, which had uh, Dwight Howard, which is kind of scary to mention right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, watch it, watch it. Dwight Howard, uh, Randolph Morris, uh, Josh Smith, uh, Ray John Rondo, uh, and I was guarding uh, Dwight Howard and was shutting him down. All right, so like that's what kind of put me on notice. Where like, oh, this guy's guarding Dwight Howard, and Dwight Howard's not really doing anything. Uh, so all these schools started recruiting me. Like I was getting letters from like Duke, North Carolina, like all those schools, and I wasn't getting no West Coast love, <laughs> <laughs> no UCLA, no USC, no nothing. Like Arizona was the first one with Lute Olsen was still alive. Like, <laughs> but uh, then uh, I was gonna go to my final list was like Oregon and New Mexico or something like that, and I was gonna go to Oregon. And then we had a tournament, like, right before the summer ends. Yeah. And then I, I remember taking a charge on this guy named Joey Dorsey, like, 6'9", uh, 330 pounds, like, just going down the, down, down the lane. Like, I just stood there and took a charge at the three-point line and slid all the way to, like, the bottom of the rim. And, like, after that game, like, I had, like, a couple of calls from a 3-1-0 number. And I was like three one zero. Like I'm like I don't know nobody in those neighborhoods. You know, like, <laughs> uh, like they called me and I answered. There was a uh, coach Daniels. He was the assistant at UCLA at the time, and he was like, "Hey, Lorenzo, this is Coach Daniels from UCLA basketball. Like, we saw uh, how hard you play, your defensive intensity, and that's exactly what we need at UCLA." He's like, "We have one more scholarship available, and we want to offer it to you." He's hey. Like. But it's between you and this other guy, David Burgess. He's like, so it's it's whoever takes it first. And I'm like, in my mind, I was like, yep. I'm like, you know, I I want to go there. Like, Line me like, up. Like, yeah, like I want to go there. Like, but also in the back of my mind was like, I have these visits set up with Oregon, Arizona to see what they. So I told them, I'm like, well, let me think about it. And like, I hung up the phone and I told my mom like. I'm going to go to UCLA, you know, like there's no other, like, cause I want to stay close to home, close to my mom, you know, didn't want to leave her alone. So like the next day, as soon as I wake up, I get on the phone, like, I'm like, uh, I don't know how to say this, but, uh, I, I want to commit to you guys. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, great. So they like, I go on a visit to UCLA, like the the following week, they put me in the, in the, the nicest hotel I have been in at that time. Yeah. Like with my jersey and all this stuff there. And I'm like, like they, Trevor Ariza was my host. So Trevor took me, like, took me out, like, took me to parties and stuff. That's awesome. Uh, 
And uh, and Trevor didn't even go to. I mean, he left after the first. Yeah, game. I was say he didn't even, even stay. <laughs> and uh, but like you know, UCLA was one of the best times in my life. Uh, met a lot of great people. Uh, I mean, still keep in touch with all my teammates. You know, from from Russ to Kevin Love to Michael Rowe, who just retired to uh, you know Mustafa. Like even the walk-ons, like you know, like one of my. Uh, former teammates, his name's Joey Ellis. They own like the Ellis BMW dealerships that are all over the valley. So like, uh, um, Joey was like one of the greatest online poker players at the time. He, he, he traveled with he traveled with four laptops. <laughs> I remember he was my roommate one time. I mean, I remember he unloaded four laptops, opened them. Open them like on pokerstars.com or whatever it was at the time that you could be able to play. And he opened like 10, 10 uh, screens on each uh, laptop. And he was like playing like 50 hands uh, at a time. It's amazing. And I was like, but, but yeah, man, like UCLA was like by far like one of the greatest like times I've had, you know, three straight Final Fours. I mean, the, the the amount of stuff that you guys had going there was was crazy. I mean, getting to the final four that many times, the amount of the talent that you guys you played with on that team was crazy. You know, the question I want to go back to with you is with this is like going back to being like because uh, I, I don't know if we've talked about it. So my dad's from Mexico, and like growing up, like I remember you playing for UCLA because you were a Mexican American player, and I was like, you don't see that. Like you like soccer. Because the same for the probably the same reason that like I my dad liked soccer and wanted me to like soccer because that's what was around and that's what he yeah. saw Mexican players playing. So for you, like, was this similar for you growing up? Like not seeing a lot of Mexican American players like in basketball or even baseball or football. Is that why you gravitated towards soccer more? Uh definitely. You know, uh, I think. I mean, we all know like Nahira, Eduardo Nahira. Yeah. Uh, but like, I started kind of learning more about the Mexican players uh, once I, uh, once I uh, went to play in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. It was like, like I didn't know there was a league in Mexico. First of all, when when I went to play over there, like my guy from a team over there came in and kind of recruited me to go play with them. Like, here's basketball in Mexico, and now there's, I think, like four, five different leagues in basketball in Mexico that pay really well. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely. I, I, and now, like, if, if I go back, like, there was a couple Mexican players that were playing. You know, like with Najera, there was a guy named Victor Avila that played in Oklahoma too. Uh, he's Mexican. Uh, and when I was in college, I remember playing against Western Kentucky, and we just talked about this, probably like in a different podcast that, that I was on a couple of days ago. Uh, my guy, Orlando Mendez Valdez, uh, we played in the NCAA tournament and I turn and I see a guy with a jersey and it says, or Mendez Valdez. And I'm like, Mendez Valdez. So I go like, we're at a free throw line and I ask him like, hey, where are you from? He's like, <laughs> oh, you know, parents are Mexican. I'm like, oh, you know, me too. Um, and, and that's kind of like, and it goes full circle when like a couple years later we end up being teammates in Mexico and, and, you know, and, and it's one of like the best 
like friendships that I have right now. Uh, but like now you started to see it more, you know, with Jaime, uh, yeah. his sister now is playing at UCLA. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other players, you know, uh, that are younger that are still, you know, in in the in the minor leagues, like in Europe and stuff. But like, uh, they're they're understanding the process. Us, we didn't know better, so we just kind of going with the flow and, and stuff. But like, now these guys have the guidance of us that you know I want to help the kids. My all my other former teammates want to help the youth, yeah, uh, and kind of guide them in the in a better direction than than we were because we didn't know anything. So we want to be be that stepping stone for them to to kind of reach a, a, a bigger goal. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's something to talk about too, is, is like what you're doing now, which I've noticed a lot, especially this past year, you had like the, um, the new tournament for like, uh, you know, uh, Hispanic players and things like that. So like you were constantly trying to like Sick. give back, which is amazing to me considering like you could be a player that could turn your back on everybody oh, and be like, oh, all these kids, you know, they get nil now. I didn't get nil. I don't want to give back. But you still like you you love the game. You love these players. So you're giving back. Like, tell us about what you're doing to help the kids yeah, now. Or needs help. Uh, like, I always tell them, you know, like, don't be afraid to reach out. Like, um, like if I see your message or somebody tells me, you know, uh, like, I I'm always going to gonna be available to uh, for any questions, any help do you guys need whatever uh so last year what we did uh we did like a showcase yeah. which is like a all latino uh showcase for kids that play basketball uh so we had a one of the kids now he's he's at umass he's a freshman at umass uh there's an, a, a couple other kids that are still in high school my little nephew's going into his senior year uh at sure high school in montebello uh he finally started taking serious because had to get in his ear. Uh, but uh, you know, that's what and that's what these kids need. You know, like I think he's like a prime example of of uh, needing that motivation, needing that extra push. You know, his dad played played basketball. Uh, his dad played pro in Mexico. His brother played basketball in high school. He went to a, a junior college for a bit. And but like I've always told him, you know. Uh, you know, you could do it. Like, if you want to do it, put your mind into it, work hard. And he's always been like, oh, you know, I guess he's, he would see his his dad and and, and his brother kind of, and he kind of never really listened to him. And his dad was always like, hey, he listens to you, so you tell him, you know? So I'll be like, so I, I try to keep him and, like, his little friends and just all the other kids that I know that have a chance to – to you know, it doesn't have to be a D one. That's the first thing I tell them. Uh, you could get a free education. It doesn't have to be a Division one. It could be a Division two. Could be a Division three junior college, whatever. And like as long as you get a free education somehow, like you got to take advantage of it because yeah. you know that, that that's gonna save uh, save you and your parents a lot of money. So you got to just take advantage of of any opportunity that comes your way. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that part of it is just, is always stuck out to me and what really made me realize like, oh, so got a, we got a good dude in the neighborhood and stuff. Now I met you at the, at LCS, the sports source too, over here in LA, but what, have you always kind of been into the hobby or did you get into it at a certain point in time, like later in life type thing? Like when did this happen? No, I mean, 
it, ever since I was little, you know, uh, my cousin and I, uh, well, my, one of my cousins back in the day came from Mexico and he was a lot, he would collect basketball. He was a lot into, uh, into, uh, into Marvel also. So he had a, he had a big Marvel, uh, Marvel collection, uh, basketball, and those were the main ones. So like, you know, I grew up kind of like buying little basketball packs or going to like the local, uh, like flea market or swap meet. Uh, and they had like, you know, I remember when like packs were like a dollar or five dollars for, yeah. for a little box, or whatever. So like we'll go and buy, buy packs or be packed at 7-Eleven. I'll go to 7-Eleven and get a couple packs. Uh, and then I, I was collecting all throughout like even high school, and then I, I went to college, stopped uh, completely. I think we all went I think we all went through that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like then then COVID came 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 about, and you know I was sitting at home, and I know I saw I came across like a a Instagram live of somebody selling stuff. I think my first like live might have been like. Uh, DMP in Sacramento or, or the bullpen maybe that yeah, I was like okay. kind of, uh, so like I was like watching and I was like man these guys are spending a lot of money you know and like my thing like I will see these people spending all this money so like you know, so like what I would do uh, this is probably gonna sound weird uh, <laughs> uh, so, so I would DM the dudes that were spending a lot of money and I'll be like hey because I was now at that time I'm in the process of figuring out what I want to do after basketball, you know. So I, I was like, "Hey, you know, like, I, I don't, I'm not asking for anything. I'm just asking for advice. Like, how, like, what do you do that, uh, like, for work that it allows you to spend this kind of money, you know? Like, if, and and I would ask respectfully, you know, like, if, if, yeah, 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 like respect, yeah. you know, like respectfully, like, if you don't want to a answer, like, it's fine. And you know, I met some great people that you know like like right now one of like my best like customers and a great friend uh i mean stock seen him on the live paragon uh he's a, a, a ceo of a, of a big company and he, and he, he helps me a lot too so uh and there's this other guy up north his name's mendo like he's like all these guys like and, and it helped that they knew who i was too you know, like they knew who I was. So they were like, oh, you know, I, I've seen you play. Uh, yeah, for sure. If you need advice, like all this stuff. So, I mean, I guess I was kind of like networking uh, through IG kind of. Yeah. So, uh, and that's kind of like where, when, when it led me to go into sports source uh, to do the live breaking during COVID. I mean, I remember. Uh, I was staying from 11 to I, I wouldn't leave the store till like almost 3 a.m. some some nights, <laughs> and I was like, man, like, but you know, that's when the hobby was at its peak. At, yeah. at, 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 I mean, all the products were super super expensive. I mean, now they're kind of more accessible, but yeah, it's, uh, it's coming down a little bit. What do you think was the? I always like to ask this question. What do you think was the most that you ever sold? Um, like. Uh, and in, in one night do you, do you remember well i mean I, I think there was a night where mike which is the owner of the shop sure. uh, I would, there was nights where i mean i would leave like i said like at three and there was guys that, that i know that that would come to the shop like hey 
they'll are you at the shop, you know, after a night of like drinking or something, they'll go and they'll be like, Yeah, he's he's like they'll they'll be like, What should I open? I'm like, open national treasures, you know. Open <laughs> like, like I remember like uh one one morning like I come in and and Mike's like, It was a great night, huh? I think I it was almost like like fifty, sixty grand. Like and, what? No, it, it it was all twenties too, which I mean, you know what that means. <laughs> that's amazing, man. I mean, that's the thing about the COVID boom is just nuts. But yeah, things have kind of come back down to earth a little bit in regards to it. Um, those who don't know, so Zoe now is also breaking with Sports Source Two on IG. Um, he breaks for me a lot and gets me some pretty pretty solid cards all the time. So it's my love always goes out to Zoe. Um, but going back to what we talked about, we didn't really touch on it a whole heck of a lot was when you talked about your time in Mexico. Now, Theo don't know that Zoe actually won a gold medal for the Mexican national team. So also to add to his resume, um, how long did you spend in Mexico? Um, so ever since I graduated pretty much. So I, I, I went over there in 2000, 2009, uh, and then I just retired during COVID. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that was my thing too. Like I wasn't smart with how I kind of handled my body or took care of my body pretty much. Because uh, uh, I would play year round. So I would go Mexico, do, do that league, then go Puerto Rico, to that league then in the summertime play for the national team so out of the 12 months there was a time where i was playing almost 11 months out of the year so i would come home for for like two weeks and you know and relax and relax men going out being with friends or whatever and then having having to go back to to like training camp and i mean me, they would give me a little bit of like special treatment where like training camps would start like on the first. They were like, all right, you could get here like on the fifth, you know, yeah, like yeah, just because yeah. I mean, they knew I was always going to go go extra hard. But, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It, but it's see, cool. But well, your thing, so like, your situation was out of. So your situation's out of necessity, right? So you're, I'm assuming you're you're playing all that time and continually because you want to make the make money and try and continue to play. But with that, so comparing your situation now to like, say these athletes that are the NBA that take nights off to like get their body right. How do you feel about that? Are you are you okay with that, or is it like, listen, I I killed my body because I needed this money and I wanted to play but you're making X amount of money now and you're taking a night off after playing three day games in a week. Like, how do you feel about them taking nights off? I mean, I forgot who was, I don't like it just cause I mean, you know, uh, it goes back to Kobe, you know, Kobe saying, Kobe said, you know, uh, people are spending their hard earned money to come watch me play. Uh, and if I could play, like if I could go out there and shoot a basket, like he's, I mean, I'm gonna play, you know. And it's like that's why, like right now, you know, LeBron's what 38, going on 39. He hasn't missed a game, you yeah. know. Like I, I, I got tickets for the like the Lakers Orlando game, 
and the night before, like LeBron played like 38 minutes or 40 something minutes in overtime, and I was like, damn. Like, <laughs> You're like, oh man, he ain't playing. I'm like, he ain't playing. Then I get the notification, like, no, LeBron's in the starting lineup, and he hasn't missed a game yet, you know, and I'm like, a lot of people hate on uh, on a lot of athletes for for you know for ungiven reasons. You know, like LeBron. Le- LeBron goes out there and just plays and gives it his all. Like I think he, he only take games off if he's really hurt, you know, injured. If you're hurt, you could play. If you're injured, then that's a different story. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've played. I've played hurt. You know, like I've had to take like. Gave me cortisone shots, you know, so I could play. Like, and I think that goes back to the love of the game that I have. Like, I just love playing the game. You know, even now, like I played thirty-five and over leagues, and and like I, I just go like extra extra hard. Just cause I, like I love the competitiveness and I, I love to win. Uh, I so I mean, going back to it, I mean, like if if you could play, like if something is hurting, but you could go out there and run and you know, do your job. Like, I think you should, you should be able to play and, and not take any, any night off. Yeah. Come mean, on, we, we need more, we need more AC greens out there. <laughs> we just need a league of AC greens and then we'll be all right. <laughs> Are you sick of the hype beast breaker boys? Would you rather talk about sports cards with trusted, respectful sports card stores and dealers from around the U S well, loop is the answer. Loop is an online marketplace where you can buy sports cards no matter how you collect. Personal packs and boxes, dollar auctions, group breaks, singles and slab sales, and much more. All of it on one app called Loop. Go try Loop on iPhone, Android, and the web. And the best part is, is you get 10 bucks if you use the stock and trade link to sign up. Find the link in the description of this episode that'll take you directly to the app. So check out Loop. We guarantee... You won't be disappointed. You got when we go back to UCLA now with it with your time there. You've you spent what was it five five years four years four years four years there, and with them like what were some of like the the some of your best moments that you can tell us about? Like if you had to pick two out of your time there, what were some of those? What were some of the best moments that you had when you were at UCLA? Uh. I think the first one is just kind of like my first time ever going in the locker room mm-hmm. uh, and seeing my jersey hanging in my locker, seeing my the locker with my name, my jersey, like all the, that whole setup. Uh, that's just something that, you know, like I never imagined that I was going to be able to do, you know, go to UCLA, uh, especially like the way I was able to, to get there, to get qualified, all this stuff. Like, you know, I, I mean, my grades were bad. So my senior year, like I, I was going to school from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m., you know. So I would go all high school, then I had to go to adult school, then summer school in the summer. So like, I had to make up all these classes that I, yeah. you know, for not going to school. So like, I mean – Nobody should do that. <laughs> That's not the route. Me, don't follow my route. Yeah. yeah. Don't follow my route. But like just that made it sweeter. Just knowing that I was able to overcome all all that and to see that jersey was, was so special and and you know, and the other ones, I mean, just 
you know, being being in the Final Four teams, you know, Final Four. Uh, I think my junior year was more special because that's that's the year where I was I started the whole season. Yeah, uh, that was like my best year personally. Uh, you know, I was in the draft NBA draft boards, all the stuff. But then again, like I had no real real guidance to like what I should do or because that was the first year where you could actually enter the draft and get feedback and if nothing you could come back to school and I think uh, I mean I never told my college coach this just because you know I, I love my college coach sure. uh, uh, and and I understand you know sometimes you got to make adjustments and you know uh, but my junior my junior year ends uh, we go into a those you know close closure meetings that you have with players and he tells me he's like hey you know kevin loves coming next year i'm like yeah i know uh he's like i, I don't want you to feel threatened with your playing time it's like my plan is to play you guys together and just then i'm like oh you know that's cool you know play kevin at the four you at the five uh and then things happen where i think one of the guys that was supposed to go to the nba came back yeah. and uh i think it was it have been Luke and Balmute. And so coach got stuck. We're like, oh, man, like, what am I going to do? So I ended up being the one to take the hit, playing time hit. Uh, but, you know, and a lot of people still now at UCLA kind of uh, bring that up, like commend me for it, like for being like the bigger man, not saying anything, just being a great teammate. Uh, you know, but like, I mean, what am I going to say? Like, you know, I'm on a, I'm in a winning team, like uh, – like I'm not gonna be like, hey, I should be playing more than this guy, or like, that's not who I am. Like I've never been that type of guy, but I, I, I was just grateful to be there, and you know, I'm still grateful for for them giving, giving me the opportunity to be part of a of a great team, and 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 I think overall, just being at UCLA was something that I never imagined, and and I'm really happy that was that I was able to to attend there. Yeah, and, and then looking the platform there. Yeah, that, and, you know, so many things it's kind of enabled you to do since then. Uh, so, sorry, you guys kind of crossed. Oh, go ahead, Mac. Ask that again. I was just saying, just think about it. It's such a great platform, and all the people you've met, so many things you've been able to do as you kind of you know transitioned into you know doing these different programs with kids, you know, getting into yeah. back to the hobby. I mean, it definitely helps when people have seen you or recognize you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, you know, and even now, if I go back, you know, like, I'm, I'm not the greatest guy at uh, networking or talking to people. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty to myself. Uh, and But, like, I tell, like, you know, I, I, I tell my girlfriend, I tell, like, I'm like I got to get better at, you know, at going out there and just, you know, talking to people, uh, networking, you know, because, I mean, you're not going to know what's out there unless you go out there and, and, and you know, talk to people, f try to find whatever it is, you know. It's not going to come to you. You got to go out there and and and, and search for it or, or or see if there's people that, that could point you in the, in the right direction. And, you know, it's never too late for, for anything, you know. Uh, like I said, the, co the, the collecting thing, like I was in, I was in Mexico and then uh, one of the guys that I met through through the, one of those Instagram lives happened to go into that shop in, in, in Studio City Sports Source, and they're like, yeah, this guy, you know, he has a lot of product, and he's by himself, and 
uh, he needs help. And I'm like, all right, you know, so uh, the next day I get in my car, I'm like, I'm going to LA, talk to this guy. And and Mike, the owner, he was like, uh, he knew who I was. And he was like, what are you doing tomorrow? And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, well, get be here at 11. And that's that's how it started. And, <laughs> and you know, uh, and, you know, he, he helped me a lot. He helped me with, with, with a lot of stuff. Uh, and, you know, I'm always grateful for Mike. Uh, uh, and, you know, I, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be there or what I'm going to do or, or whatever, but but I always told him, you know, like, I'm always grateful for, for everything you've done and, and you did. And, you know, uh, so, I mean, because I, I, I'm pretty sure he's probably going to sell the shop soon. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, uh, but, you know, He's he's a great guy that uh, he's been through a lot too, so uh, so I'm, like I'm, I'm always gonna be grateful for for him for sure. Yeah, you know, back so to when what you, you said, were. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, Matt. Go ahead. So when you kind of got connected there, did you get into breaking immediately? Did you just go from like watching to all of a sudden now you're doing breaks? Yeah, so I think he like got there. He had like an extra phone and. He, he already had an Instagram and uh, I kind of put it on my on my Instagram I remember first like hey I'm gonna start you know at this store this Instagram so like all the people who I was kind of uh, hitting up in the in, during the time when I was watching the lives they, they would come and buy a couple boxes and so forth so they helped me a lot too because you know they started spending a lot of money it was it was a lot of hype because uh, it was during kind of during the time where the Halan rookie wave was going on. Yeah. So we had like a so we had like a bunch of like uh, tops chrome sapphires and all, all this other stuff, and and uh, and it was fun because I was like, oh, ripping soccer, you know, trying to get a, a Halan or trying to get some, and and uh, you know, we pulled some pretty big cards. I remember, and, and you know, during that whole time. But yeah, I think I got there. Let's say Wednesday on a Tuesday, I was already on on Instagram. Like you know, I'm like learn, learning as you go. So I'm you know trying to figure everything out. And and so yeah, I mean, I started I started off right away. That's great. <laughs> Thrown into the deep end quick. That's yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like What's big, that? What big, big, big money items too? And it was like, all right, let's go. Like let's what do you- it. What do you think? Uh, if you remember back, what's the biggest card you've pulled for somebody? Uh, I mean, let's see. I pulled a couple one of ones. Uh, I mean, I remember from Donruss clearly, uh, basketball, uh, Jaw and uh, Zion pulled the one of one uh, Jaw Morant auto. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> That and that actually we as a shop like from the customer, got the card got great and everything. We bought it from the guy, and unfortunately, it's one of the cards that got stolen from all the stuff. Uh, um, I mean, uh, there's been some. I, I remember pull, pulling a like Mar- Maradona auto to like five from uh, Immaculate Soccer, uh, like a Holland to fifty. I want to say from Sapphire. That's Meanwhile, crazy. I'm pulling five dollar cards out of hobby boxes. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, Zoe is Zoe is known for his hot hands, and it's crazy. I think 
the first big card that Zoe ever pulled for me, I know, I still remember, it was when F1 was really hot, and he pulls me a portrait Verstappen uh, out of 25, like, and it was just, like, this beauty of a card. And that's also kind of what got me hooked, and I was, like, I realized, like, how much this card was worth, and I was, like, oh, my God. I was, like, this is this is it. I'm just going to keep coming back for more. That's bananas. <laughs> The biggest yeah. card I have pulled was a, I, now that I'm thinking about it, was, you'll appreciate this, a Dennis Burkamp out of five, which I think was only a several hundred dollar card. It was just not auto or anything like that. But that's, the, I think, the biggest pull I've you ever You would had. think it'd be more because he's such a legend. but you know. I know, but people don't respect the, the 80s, 90s guys. No. So, I guess I mean, it was early 2000s. But. Uh, for, for myself, too, like, I don't know what's the biggest card. I mean, probably when, like, first year F1, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about like my current, because back then I don't remember anything that I had. They stole all my cards from storage. Uh, but I think we're, we're selling packs, single packs of F1 uh, 2020 Tops Chrome. And like, you get a pack. Uh, there was a, a kid that was helping us. I'm like, hey, pick me out a pack. So I get a pack. And it was an orange refractor auto of 25 of George Russell. <laughs> Jeez. So back 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 then that card was, you know, big and I was like, oh, he's gonna be the next Mercedes, whatever. Yeah. But I'm like sold it for a, a couple thousand, not not for what you know it was at the time. Then I still have this other card too. It's like, you know, the that South Chrome 2008 where uh LeBron's guarding Kobe, the Kobe oh, card. Yeah, yeah. So during pandemic, everybody was paying like ten grand for that card, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, like there was rumors of a documentary coming out. There was rumors of this, and I'm like, I'm just gonna wait." The pop started to go up. Now that card's probably like like a thousand dollars, but I think that card, along with a uh, a Luca rookie, like like base Luca rookie prism, uh, so the guy who actually got me to starting to start playing basketball kind of like kind of taught me a lot of basketball in the beginning but he hit me up randomly when you know cards were back in and he was like hey i have these cards do you know and he had like 50 base luca rookie prisms (laughs) And, and and i'm like and that's when the Luca prisons were like a thousand. Yeah, so I'm saying it's like 50k right there. In the time of yeah. COVID, he was a king. Yeah. 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 So like, and I'm like, oh damn! I'm like, you got, you got these. Like, yeah. So I went to his house and he came out, showing me all these cards. So he had that LeBron. I mean, that Kobe with LeBron. And he's like, here. He's like, you could have these, you know, as an appreciation, blah blah. So like, it ends up he like, I don't know where he put them that he. He like ends up selling the the Lucas. He says like, yeah, I had like this mom and like this uh this this uh other kid that come from like Calabasas, and they bought all my all my Lucas. He's like, I just kept one and and this other card. He's like, but I just I just I wasn't gonna do anything with them. Like I wasn't gonna grade them. I wasn't gonna do anything. And I was like, well, yeah, as long as, long as you got good money, I I didn't ask him how much he. Uh, he got paid, but I mean, I'm just glad he kind of was nice and gave me these two cards, which kind of got me really hooked into wanting to 
collect again, you know? Like, I was more about, like, selling, and then that kind of got me like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll get back into it. I didn't want to get back into it because I know it's a pretty pricey hobby. Uh, but, you know, now whatever I sell, I use that money to kind of re-up on, on stuff. Uh, so I'm getting better at not spending my own money on on, on, on cards. <laughs> yeah, that's always the goal. Mac and I always talk about that is like the goal is not to spend your own money on cards and going from that route. But man, so obviously, like you said, you know, maybe your time at the shop is coming to an end sooner than than later, maybe not. But like for you, where would you where do you hope to be? Like where do where do you want to like what is your dream situation after all this? Is it doing something with athletes? Is it is it something in the hobby? What what do you want to do, man? Uh I mean I think I'm always, I always want to stay involved with the hobby just because, you know, it's, it's something fun. It's something that, uh, uh, easy to understand. Obviously they, I mean, got little kids doing it. There's kids that go to the shop that are like 12, 13, 14, that they try to do a, a, a deal. You, you think they're like 30, 40 years old, you know, <laughs> the kids scare me the most in the hobby. Yeah, they do like the little sad puppy face, and you're like, oh, "How am I gonna say no to this kid?" And then they get away with the deal, and then they'll do like the the Grinch grin or whatever. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, definitely want to stay involved with the hobby in some ways. You know, maybe if, if it's not a shop, maybe have like a breaking station at, at the house or or at a at an office or, or you know something some something like that. But ultimately, like I want to. I mean, I love basketball. Uh, Want to get involved with something to do with basketball. A lot of people tell me about coaching. Uh, I don't know if I have the patience for it yet. Uh, I mean, it depends on, on what level. Uh, I have a friend, the guy I talked talked about, Orlando. He's now the assistant uh, GM for the G League team in Mexico City. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's another thing, like, in Mexico with the national team, like I did so many things for that team, you know, like put that team on the map because they were, I mean, nobody knew about the Mexican national team and, and uh, we won, we won medal, uh, silver medal at the Pan American games in 2011. Yeah. And that was, that was like the first medal in like 40 something years for Mexico. So like people started, contacting me, you know, sponsors like G-Shock, uh, New Era, Nike, like all these like companies like would hit me up. And like the the only uh, thing I, I would say for them to work with me, I was like, all right, this is the only um, rule, you know, like if, if I get something, like all my teammates got to get it too. You know, like, I'm like, because I don't want to be the only one wearing, you know, it's like, so, like, they're like, all right, how many watches do you need? I'm like, including co coaching staff and training staff, I, we need 20, 28. So they would give me 28 watches. Uh, like, awesome. how many, how many hats? I'm like, so, uh, all right, we need two, two per, so we need like 100 hats, 100 hats. So it was like, you know, I, I was never all about me. And I was still never all about me, you know. So it's like like if I eat, I, I, I want all everybody in my in my group to eat. Uh so I mean, you know, I, I'm still 
I'm still waiting for, and I know it's going to come, you know, for like an opportunity to help a team out. You know, I feel like if I could be like a GM of a team, like I'll be able to uh, uh, get a good squad together, help the coaches, help uh, get get players and get a, uh, and build a, a winning team. So I guess ultimately maybe become a GM of a, of a team in Mexico and win a championship. There you go. There you go. You get to add and win a championship. I think that was a nice addition to that, yeah. uh, to that vision. Yeah. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it good. You know? You're right, man. You have to. <laughs> I, 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 I do have to real quick, just because, just as a comparison, as a soccer player versus a basketball player. My official visit, by the way, and didn't want to interrupt you earlier, was I slept on somebody's futon. So, like, very different <laughs> visits for sure. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, they put they put me they put me on in Century City, I want to say was it the Hyatt maybe. I must never have missed had, the memo where that was an option for me. <laughs> I, I never heard of that hotel. I don't think uh, the closest hotel. Uh, I mean, the only hotel I probably stayed on was in in Tijuana, where when my uncle was there, and it was like a hotel where there was a bunch of crackheads outside. <laughs> so, so, so like go, go, going from there to uh avenue of the stars in century city it was like i mean i didn't want to leave that hotel yeah, yeah like, man, it was, like, was my late i got a leg check out uh i got it, <laughs> it was like this is bigger than where my mom and i live right now <laughs> but like uh, awesome. but it was like yeah i mean it was a great time so, you know I bet, man. Well, Zoe, man, I, I really appreciate you hopping on here, man. Um, we give everyone a chance, obviously, to uh, let people know where they should come find you. And if there's anybody that listens on here that wants your advice, where 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 can they go to to find you, man? Hey, uh, I'll show you guys this one. See. What's this one? Oh, oh, oh. There it is. Whoa. Wait, go vinyl. Of... Justin Fields, one of one. Go oh, my God. When'd you get that? I, I was in a, I was in a break like when uh, draft picks football was still. It has some damage on it. That's why I haven't really. That's uh, like the like the right, like edge in the middle is like somebody like took a bite out of it or something. I don't know. <laughs> so, somebody at Panini was just taking a bite out of the card before. It Kids, please but, don't eat your cards. <laughs> and then I like, so like I called Panini and talked to somebody there and they were like, Oh, you could you know, do this, the, go online. And he's like, just, and just to let you know, like something like that, it might take like a year or two to get replaced. And I was like, Oh, great. No, cool. Maybe, he's, maybe he's uh Maybe he'll be a offensive coordinator by then. Yeah, I don't even know if you'll. I don't even know if he'll be around or you'll be around in two years. So yeah. uh, thanks. I'll just. <laughs> and I'm like, so I was like, what am I supposed to do with this car? That's crazy, man. Just, well, just hopefully he'll have a, hopefully have a pill of a bounce back, and you can get rid of it. <laughs> All right. No, so going back, uh, I mean, I think I'm Lorenzo Mata 14 uh, on Instagram. Uh, on oh nice no, not Twitter on X on <laughs> X is the, the at real uh, my last name real R E A L uh, Mata and low fourteen so real Mata low fourteen on X AKA Twitter uh, and every day you know from eleven 
11.30-ish to like almost 6. Uh, you can find me on SportsSource too, you know, breaking, doing personals, uh, trying to convince to do some packs now because not a lot of people want to buy boxes. Uh, you know, come try these hands out. I'm telling you guys, if you guys are in, if you guys are on Instagram, go check out Sports Horse 2. It's the number two. Zoe's always breaking on there. He's the best. Um, and also, uh, if you're in LA, man, go check out the shop. Like Zoe's, Zoe and, and P are always willing to chat. So it's always a uh, it's always a good time in there. What, what part of LA is it in? Studio City. Uh, Studio City. Studio City. Oh, I gotta come see y'all soon. I gotta get out there. Yeah, we're trying to get Mac yeah, out there. Yeah, so I mean, you know, if you guys are ever out here. I mean, we're right down the street almost from Universal Studios. So you guys could come to the shop, get your your one-of-one or whatever. Then uh, if you guys fool it, don't want to take it to Universal Studios, we'll take care of it for you there, and then you can pick it up on your way back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're guaranteeing one-of-ones. I will be there. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I'm telling you, like, for some reason, my box picking for other people is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, Zoe, Zoe has pulled me multiple one of ones. It's not a, it's not a fake thing. Like, what soccer, uh, baseball, like it's, it's happened multiple times. So. It's so funny. <laughs> like it's, 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 it's like super crazy, just because you know, like, and I think I've told uh, uh, Raul, I was like, you know, like, I pick great for everybody else, but if when I buy a box for myself or something and i pick it for myself like it's like the worst box in the <laughs> like, that's me that's the like, world i live in i'm in that lane hard <laughs> like i don't think i've ever like you know like picked something for myself where i'm like oh that's cool like I've, I've been in breaks where you know like random team breaks or whatever where i've gotten some good stuff but like if i if i buy myself like a box like it's it's never been like uh like nothing like my best break so far i think is have a one-of-one one kelvin johnson black uh select auto <laughs> you're like he's, he's from richmond that's like very that's local to me there you go yeah, well maybe you want to buy it maybe maybe you yeah i'm kelvin johnson's or see if you can reach out to kelvin johnson's mom and maybe he wants she wants it. <laughs> pitch it to all the family <laughs> members around all right so we'll, thanks again brother we really appreciate you hopping on here. Um, and I'm sure I'll see you very soon. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, appreciate you guys having me, you know, like I told you, uh, if you guys ever need uh, any help, you know, reaching out to any people, anybody, uh, I'm here. I'll, I'll do my part. So appreciate you guys and continue success. And hopefully you guys get a, a lot out of this and, and keep having fun. We'll do, man. Thanks. Absolutely. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Bye.